Finally, a podcast network that understands the assignment. The Alive Podcast Network has launched the world's first content distribution app tailored by and for podcasters and listeners of color. Subscribers will enjoy a wide variety of shows ranging from spiritual to comedic to inspirational. Podcasters can house their content and merch in one spot and monetize from a central location. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com coming soon to iOS and Android. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. You can thank me later. You're about to listen to youth produce content from Listen Up Youth Radio. Listen Up is a Twin City social enterprise working at the intersection of youth employment, leadership, and media production. You're listening to Youth Soup, the podcast that adds some youth to your soup. That was so good. All right. Welcome to this episode of Youth Soup. I'm Sebastian, and I'm here with my homie who works at Amazon. We're going to be talking about everything from the conditions to what you'd like to see improved. Just a lot of stuff to give you guys an idea of what a job like Amazon is like, especially with how much they've been in the news recently over their workers' rights and all that. I figured it'd be great to actually ask someone. So, I mean, first things first, does it pay well? Yeah, Amazon does pay pretty well. Um, I've been working the night shift for a little over a year. I first got hired in at 2130. Um, Good. With uh, a a swear word. You can't do that on here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, the, the, the pay is decent. They give us an extra 270 per hour to work the night shift over the day shift. Um, so there is uh, incentive to be doing that. Uh, nice. So is the night shift, would you say the night shift like harder than the day shift? Or is it literally just the convenience of not having to work in the middle of the night? Yeah, it, 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 I would say it's nicer to work the night shift. The managers are a lot more relaxed about um, work conditions like, uh, you know, proper safety gear, headphones being in, phones being out, food being at stations. Um, they tend to be more relaxed about those, uh, those requirements as opposed to the day shift. That's pretty good. So the day shift tends to be like way more uptight as far as, I guess just everyone's energy level, like how much effort they're willing to put in the policing you guys and all that. And one of the major reasons is because all of our corporate managers that come in, they all go in during the day shift. So Mm. all of, all of the big dogs around there are the ones uh, coming in during the day shift. So there isn't that extra pressure as long as, you know, safety incidents don't go up because people are using headphones somewhere they shouldn't be running into people. So speaking of safety, let's just dive right into what you were mentioning before I turn the mic on. So what's the deal with this whole whole safety count? They're trying to push numbers or something? I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but tell me what's up with that. So we have a safety system there to where whenever there is somebody who has been injured or something that has happened that could lead to a potential injury, you're supposed to call, uh, it's called a safety and on, um, just means safety signal. Um, and essentially 
that is to notify the managers that there has been an incident and then the managers can go uh, check out the scene and then say that like what type of incident are we talking about like damaged goods damaged people or both something that involves any sort of safety it's 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 both um if there's you know product that's broken on the floor um you're supposed to call um an end on because you know someone might trip and fall over it or it might get you know run over by one of the robots there um tip over create a huge mess you're just trying to avoid uh safety issues as much as possible so there was a point in time to where our safety score was low because the workers were not pulling any safety signs. Oh, no. <laughs> and because of that, uh, it appeared like the managers were not being notified or responding to any sort of issue that was taking place. And for the most part, that was pretty true. People would just wander into the nurse's room like, oh, my feet hurt. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) The managers wouldn't even know where where they went. So um, it's it's beautiful system there. Right. Obviously hurts communication um, and leads to a much more unsafe environment. Because problems weren't actually yeah. being dealt with. So what was the solution to, like, no one actually using the safety system? Because I have to imagine, I have to imagine that that didn't look good on your facility. Right. With all these unreported incidents taking place, the solution was then to have the managers uh, tell the workers to pull as many safety signals as possible you know if 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 your station has you know some some garbage wrappers left at it uh, pull a safety end on a loose snickers bar (laughs) right right if if you if you need your manager to come come talk to you for for any reason even just to say hi pull a safety sign have them come on over um yeah essentially trying to flood the system with as many so if I'm feeling a little lonely and I need a buddy, I can just pull that old safety signal and the manager will chop it up. Exactly. It's to help our mental health in the warehouse. Woohoo! <laughs> right. To make us feel better. It's all meant to inflate our numbers and have our safety system look like their actual response is taking place. Um, Jeez. And all in all, there hasn't really been a change in actual safety incidents. We have about the exact same that we had before, and we still have plenty of unreported incidents. Majority of the incidents that we have that are are still serious, a lot of the time end up going unreported. Um, oh no! So you know, it, it, so it sounds like this whole system here is just not very. It's not very slick, huh? It's essentially just covering up where we're not covering ourselves. It's unreported. It it doesn't look nearly as bad if you've had, you know, 15 other incidents that that have gone uh, reported and responded to. Um, Yeah. Despite the severity of the incident. Um, Yeah, I could not imagine that to be a very relaxing environment (laughs) no it's not um so it sounds like there's a bit of an issue at the warehouse huh does this go farther than just 
lack safety stuff? Like, is how is the management overall? The management is the, the they're all especially with the night shift. They they aren't nearly as strict as the day shift uh, can be. Um, I guess I would say like personally, how do you feel about the management? They they can have uh, a lot of deception take place that is ultimately led to just continually motivate the associates there um, or workers. Uh, and, you know, the, that would just be, you know, they'll, they'll have people, fully qualified people submit applications to go to other departments. Um, but because the managers like where they're currently at uh, in their role, helping out um, with, with their people, they'll just throw those applications away and pretend like they never saw them in order to, uh, to, to keep them in their, in their current position. That's pretty smart, though. That's a good, smart manager, right? Yeah, right. That's a pretty smart manager. So resentment certainly begins to build, especially when you're being told, like, oh, you're on a list as soon as there are openings for this position. We'll get you moved over there. And, you know, a month or two goes by and all of a sudden you see them training and new people for for that position. You got to go up to them and you're like, well, well, what's going on, guys? Why yeah, does that, that happen? You guys told me I was going to get this like right months ago. I was next on the list. What was what? What happened? Like, oh, we must have started a new list. I don't know. We'll we'll get you trained in as soon as we get done training these batch people, and it just never happens. Dangling that carrot, huh? Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 very frustrating. Um, you know, it it went as far as they would tell the the associates um, about promotion opportunities uh, to actually be moved up into management when no applications were being taken and wow. no one was being promoted. So they were just, they just straight up lie about <laughs> career mobility. <laughs> yeah. They were just straight up like, yeah, nah, you'll be, yeah, no, nah, you'll be good. Just give it, give it six months. Right. And, right. The, hey, in September, just, they're going to be three people here. No one ever, it never ends up happening. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. So it's, 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 they're trying to get the very most out of the people. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's the company that has one of the highest turnover rates in, in the entire wow. country. Uh, and it, it, how many of, how many of your coworkers have you seen come and go? Like how many friends you made that just were gone? Um, I, you know, I've probably met and, you know, let's say 30 people, 40 people, um, that are there. There are probably still like five of them that are left at this point from when I first got hired. Um, you know, especially in my, you know, that, that initial group, like the 180 of us that got hired back in, in February of, of, uh, 2022. Um, there's, you know, again, probably, uh, 10 you know, wow, 15. And you left? Yeah. So that's like straight up 5%. Right. It's, it's basically nothing. Wow. Um, and they've been continually dwindling down our numbers. Uh, Thanks. So you guys are having like less and less workers and more and more. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, our facility is one of the lowest producing facilities in our network. So it, it, 
you know, it's, it's funny when we start arguing about uh, pay and, and protesting over pay because ultimately they want to be paying us less. They, they would actually like to be shutting down our facility. Um, <laughs> it's it just, it, it, we, we just have a, a foothold in the area because there aren't um, as many specific facilities like ours in the area. So they just opened one up in, in South Dakota, I believe. Um, so who knows how long the Shakopee facility has? Maybe your commute's about to get a whole lot longer. Maybe, <laughs> right. maybe you'll start driving to Dakota. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll start taking a plane. Yeah, a little hobby plane. So it sounds like they're stretching you guys pretty thin. Is there decent breaks though? Like on your break, do you at least get a good amount of time, or is it just kind of hell all night? We we do get a, uh, some pretty decent breaks. We get two thirty minute breaks and a fifteen minute break. Um, I, I work a twelve and a half hour shift from five p.m. to five thirty a.m., wow. which is a little brutal. Yeah, um, damn. But we do get uh, breaks. Um, you know, pretty evenly balanced throughout the night. So that is uh, fortunate. Do you get a, do you get good food though? Is there any on-site food? There, there is on-site food. Um, is it real food though? Or is we, we do have some real food. We do have sandwiches and, and, you know, like okay. salads. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Um, unfortunately, like everywhere else in America, the candy is, you know, five times cheaper than the actual yeah. healthy food. You know, exactly. Do I want to spend one dollar on a bag of Doritos, or do I want to spend seven dollars on a potato wrap? It's gonna taste like yeah. trash. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, so even like their quote unquote healthy options are still like, okay, who's gonna want a vending machine burger? Right. There was, there was a, right. I mean, they have uh, microwavable grilled cheeses. Oh my <laughs> What's God. Absolute microwavable grilled cheese. All right. You just worked eight hours. Here is a microwave grilled cheese. Get out there for four more. <laughs> right. Right. Good luck taking on the world. Good luck taking on those boxes. <laughs> So uh, the the food situation, they, they do our best or they, they, they're trying to, they, they make an effort. Yeah. Um, but it could definitely be improved upon, uh, especially with the length, lengthy shifts that we work and you know, most of the food in the area closes at about midnight. So yeah, there is really nowhere to go after a certain point. Wow. Yeah. That is a pretty big inconvenience on not being able to. <laughs> wow so you're basically you got to eat a whole bunch before work and then just like hope you make it through the night and your stomach doesn't start grumbling right i mean you can you know bring a lunchbox bring as much food as you want but um having a more on-site food or at least at a cheaper price would certainly be nice yeah um, no, i feel like that's a pretty basic amenity they should be able to fulfill anywhere that has you working through the night should have some sort of option in my opinion right absolutely. other than a <laughs> microwavable grilled cheese <laughs> that's really that's really a um, development of science huh? <laughs> because you know if, if if they did not have the sufficient um time in order to cover the the protest they would they, they would just fire them um <laughs> you know uh that's not good basically you can't protest on hard time right <laughs> they, they would not excuse the time uh even though they had 
uh, you know, just fired someone for, uh, or with, without warning whatsoever. So there's been other situations with, with other protests, um, where they've had similar activity. Um, but our union movement, um, really has picked up no pace, uh, over the past year or so that I've been there. So currently there isn't any union? No, there's not. Um, Didn't you say once to me that the garbage guys are union? (laughs) Yeah, they are. Like the guys who take out your trash are more union than you are? Yeah, the people that we outsource to uh, for our our trash, our our janitorial program, essentially. Um, they, They all have a union. Um, that you know we actively negotiate with. Wow. We don't negotiate with unions that yeah. are trying to form here. So they got through the door. They got it. But you know, as far as you guys, good luck. It sounds like it's 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 pretty unfortunate because I think that there could be a real potential for a, a union to form, but yeah. there's been such a lack of good leadership trying to get it to happen that it's just it's never going to come together um you know the, yeah it was a point in time to where you know they ended up having you know i'm sure probably uh, a good a good 50 60 percent of signatures um from people oh, um, wow. you know in order to to negotiate on amazon's uh or on, on behalf of the associates of amazon uh, and you know, of course, Amazon didn't recognize that whatsoever. Um, why would they? They don't have any game theory reason to help you. And there has, there's been no progress, uh, since that point. Um, no, it's, 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 it's just really unfortunate, uh, that they, they can't organize something like that because, there is no good voice for the associates. Um, you know, the, the closest thing that, that we have is, uh, is a little online board called the VOA board, um, <laughs> voice of associates. You guys have a little chat room. That's cute. Yeah. And you know, they, <laughs> they started, uh, uh, anytime that you would mention a manager by name, they would, uh, they would just immediately remove the comment. Um, wow! <laughs> so you could not complain about individual managers. You had to be all coy. And so they were um, censoring accountability, huh? They were, um, and you know, they did it because apparently people were being were being hateful, and if you know, naming mm-hmm. out managers could be potentially dangerous somehow. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. Unless they also posted the manager's address or something. <laughs> right, right, right. Which, let's all be clear here, no one should do. Absolutely not. But there, yeah. there's a clear lack of uh, accountability that gets held. And that's that's truly what a majority of the issues there stem from, is poor leadership and, 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 and poor management um, wow. throughout uh, communication is is not good um that's what drives so much animosity there between the workers and 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 management kind of sounds like no one wants to be there workers or managers everyone's just kind of doing their thing did did anybody 
ever dream when they were a little boy or girl like oh i want to manage a warehouse one day yeah <laughs> no yeah. <laughs> no everyone there is, is sad everyone there is their dreams have not gone especially the managers their dreams oh. are down the toilet oh gone. no right exactly you know so so yeah no that does not sound very fun it's it's not conducive um to a healthy work environment, people getting fired without warning. Um, you know, yeah, that sort of turnover rate combined with that sort of what just sounds like super lax management that's barely even awake for the night shift. Like all of that together just sounds like not a very good pot of stew, my friend. No, it's not. Um, there's absolutely, uh, a reason why our, our facility is, is not a, a high performing facility. Um, you know, we're, we're technologically outdated. So that, what are some of the technologies that the newer facilities have access to that you guys are lacking? So at newer facilities, all of the items are taken out of boxes and they're put into totes, which immediately eliminates the job of anybody bringing pallets and having to open up boxes for people to put onto the shelves. You just have them in totes and they get put on a track. They just get piped right to the right to the yeah. store. So that that ultimately saves on a lot of labor. Um because opening those boxes is a lot of work. You know, for twelve hours walking around yeah. having to cover seven, eight, nine, ten people, it it, it adds up to be quite a bit. Um so that's that's for newer facilities uh, just have us beat. Um, but do those newer facilities have one less hiring position then, if that's a machine? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, so, so I guess what you're saying here is your job would be a whole lot more convenient if it didn't exist. Pretty much, yeah. Um, if, if there's no need for a lot of the roles there if you can start um, plugging and placing technology and that's eventually yeah. their goal. Their goal is eventually to replace me with a robot for every step of the way. They tried that in Colorado uh, and they've been that trying it. Um, that facility uh, had to be shut down. Um, <laughs> not get it to um, But the rate of technology is advancing you know, every day. Yeah. So it, it, it will be something that eventually happens. And, you know, who knows what happens to that entire workforce uh, that gets wait, wait, wait. Hot take. All companies are going to start using AI in the future for their hiring process. No more having one guy sit down and vet all the employees or all the future employees. I think they're just going to have AI do all the interviews from now on for, like, any position at any level. You know, for... Uh, a pretty good amount of that it's it was already done that way or at least by a computer algorithm not necessarily yeah AI. yeah but i was never actually interviewed for the physician you know i you know, yeah. filed an application um i that's how my mcdonald's application was when i applied there they just it was literally like i texted 
an automated bot. Like I literally yeah. had a text message conversation with a bot and all of a sudden I had literally just a starting day, not even an interview day. They just said, come in on this day if you want to get paid. Yeah. And I mean, I never did because it was for $10 an hour. And my friends all told me that that McDonald's was hiring at 17. I don't know if you had to walk in person to get the 17, but as far as that bot was concerned, no one was getting more than 10. That's wild. Yeah, it sounds like your hiring process was just about as wild, though. Tell yeah. me about it. Um, it, it, it. It was pretty similar to, you know, I end up sending in an application. Um, you go through uh, a system of emails um, with some automated response, but, and then they let you know, hey, you've been you've been hired. Come show up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> then you go there and you take a drug test and, and then you go. Um, it's fairly smooth. Um, yeah, that does sound fairly smooth. That also sounds like it's literally built to just get as many people in the door as quick as possible that's so that they can push you all right back out. That's exactly what it is. They, they, they know that they can just turn through people. You know, it, it, it's, I guess in their eyes, cheaper to have a constantly fluctuating workforce rather than just paying the little bit of extra money yeah, to have a sustainable workforce, improve those conditions and, and keep people for long periods of time. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're really they're They totally have a, there's more fish in the sea mentality, which right. is really funny because it, I mean, it might've been fake news, but I thought I saw a couple of articles stating that there were like Amazon facilities that were like running out of people to employ. Like they yeah. had literally employed everyone in the town and everyone in the town quit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, and that might not have been Amazon. That might've been like Walmart or something, but I remember seeing something to that effect about these companies with the new process of just insanely high turnovers. Yeah, though, and they do have a policy to where you can reapply after three months, but you you lose, you go back to square one. So if you you know worked up you know a year and a half work of uh, you know pay raises or you know sixty cent whatever, that would all be gone. You'd be back to your base pay um, because you were gone for three months, and you know you have to start back as a as a level one associate. Um, that's so. At the very least, they keep a lot of people at base pay. Uh, yeah, it sounds like they kind of have a system to keep you all down. Like, oh, we're paying we're paying too many of the wage cuts, right. too much time to just cut their knees off and send them back to the gallows. Exactly. Make them think about what they did for a few months and then they're nice and grateful when they get to come back to Amazon after all that. Wow. It's, <laughs> that is really an abusive relationship, isn't it? It really is. It's, yeah. That's exactly how it comes across. The lack of communication. Um, lack of, of clear goals, power dynamics, power dynamics. <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't sound like a good time. But I mean, you said you've been around for a year. Do you plan on sticking around for another year if, say, nothing else comes up? I, if if nothing else comes up, you know, you you, you mean keep working there because the pay is nice and it's once a week paychecks, something you get very accustomed to. Yeah, um, <laughs> I imagine, dude. Every Friday, I just get a little yeah, fun number in my in, on my iPhone. That'd right. be nice. It's fantastic. Um, but I hope to be able to leave as soon as I possibly can. Of course, <laughs> that is, I hope you can leave as soon as possible, too, my friend. But it's, it's 
not the type of place where you um, are going to build a sustainable career uh, working in the warehouse. It definitely doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like you could get into some sort of cushy office job starting where you start the way someone could have, say, 40, 50 years ago. Probably, I mean, you'd have to go through, you know, 10 years of experience before you'd actually work your way up to like being in a corporate office. You might be able wow. to get some nice HR job. Um, but working nights specifically, if you were to go over to day shift, you can go work. You, you, the day shift pays eighteen fifty an hour. Yeah. That's just such a hard pill to swallow right. compared to like, what do you make right now? I currently make with my shift differential, uh, like twenty two fifty. Yeah, that's a, that's a big bill to swallow. That's it like is. four bucks an hour that adds up. Right, it definitely does. And at that point, you know, well, you, you might as well go work at McDonald's or be a cook <laughs> at Leanne Chen's for, for the $18 an hour. Yeah, actually, you know, work a pretty relaxed job where you're not going to hurt. Everybody. Yeah, no heavy no. lifting. Right, right, right. right. Uh, you, you know, it, 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 it just does not make sense at that point. Um yeah, that really just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it sounds like Amazon has it figured out, though, unless they run out of people to hire. As long as there's more people turning 18 every year, which last time I checked, that's still happening. You know, they're going to have people. So, Right. They, they, I think they'll always have at least somewhat of a, of a work base um, in, in the area. Uh, you know, a, a main part of it is cultural. We have a lot of uh, Somali immigrants um, that work at the facility. So there's a convenience to working at a place to where everybody, as opposed to, you know, being somewhere else to where they might not be as accommodating. Yeah. Um, so they have a lot of workforce locked down because of that. And yeah, I could see how if they have a grip on a certain community, then they kind of don't have to worry about the rest of you guys. Right. They don't have to um, focus on making any large changes or uh, focusing on, on bigger issues uh, because they always know that they're going to have some amount of labor there. Um, yeah. Wow. That does not sound good, my friend could be worse. It could be worse. There are certainly much worse warehouses, um, you know, in America and definitely throughout the world. So <laughs> definitely, you know, I don't think, I don't think, uh, Brittany Griner would have gotten home so quick if, <laughs> if she was getting 22 an hour. No, she'd, she'd still be out there making more than she makes in the WNBA. All right. We'll bye to next week and all that. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Youth Suit where we discuss the working conditions at Amazon, their high turnover rate, and all the other issues with their facilities. And I hope you guys enjoyed my friend's input and I hope it adds to a broader context of the activism going on around Amazon right now. Learn more about Listen Up Youth Radio, including our peer-to-peer educational workshops in media production and social media marketing services at www.listenupyouth.org. Check out past broadcasts of YouthSoup on a live podcast app now available on iOS and coming soon to Android. 
This activity was made possible by the voters of Minnesota through a grant from the Metropolitan Regional Arts Council, thanks to a legislative appropriation from the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.